Hello everyone, good morning once again. I'm coming to you all the way from the throne room of God to bring to you this morning's kingdom message. I hope we are all doing very well. Let us pray. I pray that the word of God will speed ahead. I pray that God's word will be honored wherever it goes. And especially in our hearts. And it will be esteemed high above all others. Wherever or whenever we did not receive God's word with reverence. May God forgive us and grant us the grace and the strength to be able to uphold his word in Jesus' name. Amen. So, um, the Bible tells us um, in chapter 12, okay, and in the verse 3, the last line, it says that the house was filled with the fragrance of the perfume. Of course, the house was filled with the fragrance. You see, the house must indeed be filled with the fragrance of a pure worshipper. It was only Judas Iscariot who was not affected by this fragrance. His heart was already seared. You know, there was already darkness in his heart. And he was just one step away from betraying his master. But the house was filled with the fragrance of this woman's outpouring. When you walk into your glory, your influence is felt. When you take your place in divine destiny, your fragrance will reach many. Your fragrance will reach the blind and the lame. Your fragrance will reach all those you are destined to help and you won't miss them. You will bring smiles to many and like Job, the light of your face will be precious to many. Your fragrance will fill the house when you walk into glory. It is never a silent story when a man takes his place among the gods of the earth. No. It is never an ignorable occasion when a man walks into his divine purpose. The fragrance will definitely fill the whole room. When you walk into destiny, your fragrance will fill the room. Verse 4 says that Bajidas is curious. The disciple who would soon betray him said, That perfume was worth a, a year's wages. It should have been sold and the money given to the poor. Now verse 6 tells us that, Not that he cared for the poor, he was a thief. And since he was in charge of the disciples' money, he often stole some for himself. Now let me tell you a bit about Judas. He was the one among the twelve who had the money bag. So he was like the treasurer or the financial secretary. So from time to time, Jesus would give him instructions, you know, like concerning alms giving. Jesus, Jesus would probably say, let's give this money to the poor. Or Jesus would be like, okay, let's buy this that we need for the group, you know. Now, although Judas received such instructions, he only gave because he was told to. He, unlike his master, did not care for the poor. And he was a thief who even stole from his master. He stole for himself. The money that they were, they were keeping, even to give to the poor, Judah stole from that money. He stole what the master had saved to be given to the poor. So, money for the poor too, he stole. So, why was he talking like, um, like he cared? You know, oh, why shouldn't this money, why shouldn't this perfume 
expensive perfume be sold and the money given to the poor as if he cared. No, he didn't care. The truth was that, you know, if the perfume had been sold, the money would still come to him for safekeeping. And then he would get more to steal from. But Jesus replied, Leave her alone. She did this in preparation for my burial. Okay. In accordance with um, Jewish burial customs, okay, bodies were wrapped with spices in strips of linen for longer preservation. So what she did was that she had gone ahead of time in order to show God's will. You understand? She had, she had gone ahead of time to... It's more like she was operating within the time frame of heaven. Okay, so this woman was walking in, in heaven's um, time. Okay, doing what the father was already talking about done on earth. So she was ensuring that the purpose of heaven was being, you know, executed here on earth. Okay, verse 80 that um, you will always have, for the poor you will always have with you, but you do not always have me. Okay, now, Jesus himself was a giver. Jesus himself was a giver who catered for the needs of the poor and the needy in the society. Okay, so from time to time, Jesus will receive instructions telling him, um, let's give this, give this money to the poor. You know, when he said, and when Jesus said that, the poor you will always have with you, but you will not always have me. He was referring to God's instructions to his people through Moses. Way back in the book of Deuteronomy chapter 15, verse 10 to 11, God actually commanded, okay, that his people should give generously to the poor and they should do so without a grudging heart, okay? He sees that then because of this, the Lord your God will bless you in all your work and in everything you put your hand into, okay? So you are giving to the poor, not because one day somebody will pay back, but because God himself will bless you in all your work and in everything you put your hand to, okay? He was like, there will always be poor people in the land. Therefore, I command you to be open-handed towards your fellow Israelites who are poor and needy in your land. That is the book of Deuteronomy chapter 15, verse 10 to 11. That was the instructions God gave to Moses, to, um, to his people through Moses, sorry. Now, God commands us to help the poor. When you read the book of Proverbs, chapter 19, verse 17, it says that when we obey this command, there is a reward. What is that reward? 17 says that he that hath pity upon the poor lendeth unto the Lord, and that which he had given will he repay him again. Now, I heard a man of God preach once, and, and he was like, when you owe God, he is not waiting for you to die before he will pay you right here on earth. God is going to pay you that which you owe him. You understand? So anytime you lend to the poor, you owe God. And he will give it right back to you here on earth. Otherwise, otherwise, what about those who have not given their life to Christ and yet still give to the poor? Does it mean that God will not pay them? Or if, do you get it? Because if you're not giving your life to Christ, you can't make it into the kingdom of God. But God says that he's still going to repay you. So it means that with particular this particular um paying back it is here on earth you're going to receive it here on earth okay so whether you are born again or you are not once you lend unto the lord he will repay you because there's no place else that he can repay you again apart from here because you won't be in his kingdom for him to give it back to you so it's right here on earth he will repay you do you understand okay so jesus 
telling his disciples that he was going so he he should be attended to first but after his departure the poor ones okay will still be there and they have to be catered for they can continue to cater for them just as he was doing okay so there was preparation for that god made preparation for that jesus made sorry jesus made preparation for that he had the money bag that they had been saving okay which he would use to cater for the poor now come to think of it i'm now thinking about it what money did judas use to betray jesus <laughs> i hope it wasn't the money that jesus was saving to give to the poor that he went to use to pay murderers to come and kill the one that was you know saving to take care of the poor anyway now imagine owing god okay imagine owing god always look for an opportunity to help the needy okay in recent times many circumstances have made people's hearts hardened towards giving okay because of the wickedness of people is like you don't even know who to give to you understand but this should not stop you from fulfilling god's um word to you you must fulfill god's command to you okay there are genuine orphanages around there are people who need help you can give people scholarships you understand to you, you, you can choose a particular person to invest in not not necessarily hoping for a return okay um in in in, in your good deeds but you just do it because god has commanded you to so you think about it this way that you're actually lending to god by giving to the orphanage you are lending to god by taking care of the widows you are lending to god by taking care of the fatherless you are lending to god you understand so you can donate things to them you can even use this this the season as a very good opportunity you know i think this message has come in at a very good time to help to give okay genuinely needy people assistance and god will bless you You can offer scratch like i said and god will bless you okay sometimes you need to sacrifice your pleasures just so you can make someone smile you don't have to be a rich person no you don't have to be a rich person to give you need to sacrifice to be able to give i'd like to end here today go when the message will continue god keep you god guide you god for his channel you stay blessed have a very blessed day in jesus name amen